Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The double elimination has everybody on edge. Two best friends who turned rivals go against each other. And then we have Noble Nelson. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski, and we are talking about the last episode before the final, people. Episode 15 of the challenge, Total Madness. Oh my god, I went through so many emotions tonight watching this, and I just can't wait to get all the thoughts out. Let's begin with the double elimination. All right, so before the double elimination, we have the last group challenge. I mean, it was an individual challenge, but a group challenge nonetheless with everybody to see who's going to make it to that final. Now, this challenge was so crazy. It was called Crash Course, which I think Johnny Bananas actually summed it up best by saying that it was car bowling because that is basically what it was. It was car bowling. (laughs) I would be terrified to do this challenge. You're basically just standing on all these barrels and getting hit time and time and time again. Like you have to go through everybody And there's still a lot of people left. I mean, that's at least 10 people that, 10 times, I mean, that you are going through, getting hit, having to like be terrified for your life because a car is coming straight into you and they want to knock you down. Now, I don't know if anybody else had this feeling, but when I was watching this happen, I started to think about the Spy Kids movie where they have all those TV characters in the green room and they like move around, you know, but they're actually mutated people, but they're like moving around on the jumpies in the green room and they're like actually saying, save me, save me. And then like when he's done recording, they're just kind of dangling. That's what I thought of. I don't know if that's really far-fetched. I don't know why that popped into my memory. I am a 90s baby. So shout out to all my 90s kids. We know it. I'm sure now that I've said it, you're probably like, yeah, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so back to the challenge though. Now, watching this was actually pretty fun. And I think that I could actually do this challenge, which is saying something because normally I feel like every challenge, I think it's just so ridiculous that I'm like, nope, uh, no, 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 no. But again, that's why I'm on this side and they're on the other. Now, Johnny Bananas absolutely smashed this challenge. 25 barrels, plus he probably hit the barrels the farthest. Again, I don't understand why Johnny Bananas is literally amazing at all these weird different situations. I I don't know. It, it's like, I mean, it makes sense. He's a challenge champ 
and he gets put in these situations year after year after year. But still, I just don't understand how he always comes out on top. Like, he is just such a good competitor. Then we have to talk about (laughs) Nelson and Kyle. Nelson and Kyle got zero barrels, and I just found that so funny and honestly hard to believe that they couldn't pull through to hit even one barrel. You basically don't pull the e-brake until you at least hit one barrel. You know, like it just made me laugh so hard out loud when Kyle just screech stopped right in front of the barrels and everybody. And then to find out that Kyle, his dad is a stunt driver. Kyle, 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 Kyle. Your dad is probably definitely disappointed in you. Like, in a funny way, because obviously you're a great competitor, but oh my gosh. (laughs) I laughed so hard when I found out Kyle's dad is a stunt driver, and I'm sure he's seen his dad do some things or has gotten advice from his dad on maybe how to drive a car. So I just found Kyle's... getting zero hilarious and then nelson getting zero and these two just crack me up nelson is always like i don't want to be in the bottom with kyle like first of all you both are amazing competitors you're not at the bottom you made it this far um you are not the weak link but definitely funny because then nelson was almost like he tried to go around the barrels. He did like some weird maneuver and I think he thought he was gonna like spin it more and it ended up spinning too much and just like curving around the barrels. (laughs) Oh my God, it was so funny. But the winners ended up being Johnny and Casey and they absolutely smashed it. Now, the tribunal. I thought it was really interesting that Johnny Bananas is so okay with saving Fessy and keeping him in the tribunal. I thought that you would want to get out your biggest competitor. So that brings us into everyone on edge about the double elimination. Now, Casey and Johnny end up pulling in Kyle. And great for Kyle because Kyle's never even been in a tribunal yet. And basically, he's saved and gets to go to the final. But Fessy is up in the air. And Fessy is a huge competitor very big, was a football player. He's got endurance, strength. I mean, he's literally built like a mountain, okay? I I just thought it was interesting that Johnny Bananas apparently had bigger fish, fish to fry. Fish to fry. There we go. Say it out loud, Katie. <laughs> no, I thought that, I don't know. I thought that Fessy would be a bigger competitor to Johnny than Rogan is, but... Apparently, Johnny was not really worried about Fessy yet. That's interesting to me. So, 
everyone is kind of up in arms about who's going to go in. There's only so many spots left. We got Melissa, Jenny, and um, Bailey for the girls. And this was a harder... Oh, and D. Sorry, can't forget about D. And this was a harder decision than I thought it was going to be. Um, the house vote ended up being Jenny. And I think that's only because Jenny got herself into that situation. If Jenny would have just maybe not have been so vocal about everything that she was going to do, like just kind of sit back and say your vote and move on. I think she was worried for some reason about going into elimination, which I thought is interesting because she is the toughest girl to beat that is there. I think that is very clear. She has a lot of pros to her and you know she, she's a vet now you know this is her second time being on the challenge so she knows a little bit more of what to expect and you got two rookies running this final you know like they're up to run this final so I just thought that that was interesting that Jenny ended up being the house vote but for the guys it was so easy Rogan just straight up was like, no BS, I'm going in, I'm putting my name on that wall. If anyone disagrees, go ahead, you can go in. But I think that's very smart because Rogan really doesn't have numbers. He is sort of a lone wolf, as you can say, at this point in the game. His ties with D definitely got messed up. Him and Jenny got very rocky, and I don't know, all the other Brits just don't really seem to vibe with Rogan. I don't think Rogan has a very good political game, which can only take you so far in these challenges. Granted, he has made it this far. Clearly, he's doing something right, or this is probably just not the season that people are really gunning for Rogan. As a competitor, I don't really think that I would want to go up against Rogan. So to me, it's a no-brainer that I, I probably wouldn't say Rogan's name. But at this point in the game, you really do have to say someone. And you can only promise people so many times that you're, you're not going to say someone's name. So I think Rogan made the right decision. He, it was bold, just like he is. And I mean, he was probably just hoping it's going to be something physical. But I think Rogan's not too bad at puzzles either. I think he probably is very well-rounded and could handle a lot of stuff or different situations in the elimination that could have potentially happened. Now we are moving on to who are they going to throw in? Like, who is going to go up against Rogan and Jenny? I mean, are you kidding me? These people are so tough. It's hard. It really is. There are so many strong people left in this game that I don't think there's really any weak links. I Maybe Melissa might be just because she's small, you know? She's 
little bit more petite. So, but she is scrappy and she proved that when she went up against Nani, that girl has some heart and some fight in her. So I think if you were going to go up against Melissa, you better be ready for a fight. I mean, I think any of these people, obviously, it's a million dollars on the line. They're all going to fight. They're all going to give it their best. Corey and Nelson end up getting called in, which makes me so sad. They have such a great relationship. They're, they're just such brothers. They look out for each other. They got each other's backs. They're not ever talking badly about one another, which is actually hard to do on the challenge, believe it or not. And all these people, I feel like, end up talking about each other at some point. But these two, they really, they really don't. And that just really shows you the friendship that they have and the friendship that they probably have outside of the house as well. So I... I love these two. I just feel like this has just been such Corey's year. He has gone through so much. He has another daughter on the way. I feel like we're seeing a lot of airtime of Corey, which, you know, can always mean one thing that he's just fan loved, or the second that he's gonna be making it pretty far in this final or this game this season so we see them get put in and I mean no one's really putting up a fight at this point what there's nothing to say being called in it's just kind of like hey um yeah so we're here and obviously you're gonna throw in whoever and if not then I'll see you in the final that's everyone's attitude, and I think it's the right way to go. For the girls, it is between Bailey and Dee, and this one was a little bit of a toss-up. I really didn't know who they were going to choose. Bailey is a fighter, but she also doesn't really have any friends in the house. She didn't really make any alliances. She didn't try that hard politically this season and Casey is not a huge fan of her after their whole blow up and they know they're not very cordial anymore so she kind of had one person not really caring for her I think Johnny's and Kyle are just indifferent I don't think they have an issue with her but there's also no reason to choose her but with d uh donnie does not like d a lot of people don't like d this season she came off a little ruthless and she burned a lot of bridges a lot of bridges especially with her best friend i called it d's definitely gonna go in and why not give bailey a shot in the final I'm proud of Bailey. I think that she's a great competitor. She's fierce. She does not give up. The fact that she's now going to have to do all of this alone is probably a little scary. So I'm proud of her. I'm really happy for her. And it ends up being D versus Jenny literally going up against her best friend. Well, former best friend. Now they're frenemies which is like the craziest 
thing. D tried to get out Jenny in the beginning of the season by talking about it to Rogan, thinking that she was going to be safe. Rogan was not having it. He thought that that was dirty of her. You don't take out your best friend in the game, even if she probably is better than you. Just not so early. I don't think that's very smart. And so Dee burned a lot of bridges. The only person who was really close to her was Wes. And he ended up going home a couple weeks ago. I don't even know what to say about these two. I just know that it was going to be one hell of a elimination. It's a double elimination. You have one girl going home, one guy going home. And everyone's hungry. Everyone's a great competitor. This elimination has got to be one of the hardest. It is just two really close walls of plexiglass. And then you have to run through each other like bowls (laughs) and get to their side and ring the bell. This has got to be one of the most physically draining eliminations there could have there could ever be on swear 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 bible like the kardashians say bible this is (laughs) oh my goodness but this has got to be one of the hardest eliminations out there we have the women up first jenny versus d i can i just cannot believe how these two have come out on the other side during this season. It blows my mind that these two used to be so close because you would not even, you could not even tell. And before we get to this though, I feel like another reason why we kind of forgot about the drama between Dee and Jenny is because MTV has put out a statement before the episode saying that they do not condone the racist tweets and responses that Dee had a couple weeks ago during the massive Black Lives Matter movement that has embarked on not only our nation, but globally. The message said that they will no longer be showing Dee because of what she has said She has been fired from the franchise, and so they wanted to limit any interactions or footage of her unless it was absolutely necessary to the storyline. That's why I feel like in the last couple episodes, we didn't really see her that much um, unless it was just a quick one-two about her game, and uh, we didn't see really any of her social game. So I think that is a good move on MTV and I really hope that Dee takes the time to educate herself and just really understand the implications of her actions. Back to the elimination round. So Dee versus Jenny. This battle was absolutely insane. Now, Jenny is an absolute terrain. I don't even know how else to describe it. She is terrifying to go against. I would be terrified 
to go against her. I don't even know how Dee ran into that. It was bad. Jenny absolutely crushed her first round, done. Dee did put up a good fight though, and then round two happened, and Jenny was just fired up. I mean, imagine having the chance to take out your rival, your ex-best friend, it must be actually a really good feeling to be like, nah, honey, I'm sending you home. You're not going to run that final. And I'm proud of, I'm proud of Jen. I really am. I think she definitely deserved it. And I can't wait to see her run this final. I know she's so excited. She wants to be pushed to her limit. And I say, let's do it. I mean, by the way, TJ was talking, the final seems absolutely brutal. Back to the elimination round. So now we have Nelson versus Rogan. And how we got here was so interesting to me. I truly believe that if Nelson did not go to Kyle and Bananas, that it probably would have been Corey down there. Corey's bigger. Corey has more fight in him because I think he has more on the line than Nelson. Nonetheless, Nelson was noble Nelson by going up to Johnny Bananas and Kyle saying, hey, throw me in. Don't even, don't even waste your time deliberating, thinking about it, waiting until later tonight. I want to go in. I want to do this solid for my my bro, Corey. And he has a family. I don't. I think this is Corey's season. And I want to see him win. I want to see him win that million dollars. And it had to be one of the best moments in challenge history I think I've ever seen. I have never seen someone so selfless in this game when you're just filled with selfish people because there's only one individual winner. One person is getting that million dollars. And the fact that Nelson gave up that chance, that opportunity for his best friend, Corey, was absolutely amazing. And my heart literally, I think it grew three times as Three times its size, just like the Grinch. Not that I was a Grinch before, but I think him doing that just made me think about my life and my best friends and all the, you know, relationships that I have and situations that I will be in in the future and how I can act a little bit more selfless and probably be a better friend to those around me. It was absolutely amazing. Definitely Nelson is 100% an amazing friend and an uncle to Corey and his daughters and you know his now girlfriend Taylor. This friendship is just, it really is one for the ages. It's an amazing friendship. For him to do that is amazing. Nelson is also a very great competitor. I think just sometimes he doesn't focus on the bigger picture at hand. I think a lot of times he thinks very in the moment and he's 
very physical that sometimes the mental aspect of the game he's not thinking so much as you know I think he's so great physically such a great competitor his heart is amazing his drive is amazing I mean even when he talks about saying money's great but being a challenge champ is just on another level. That really just, oh, like he just got me this episode. I think I cried multiple times. Like I shed a few tears. I wasn't bawling, but I definitely shed a few tears for this episode for Nelson and Corey. Oh my gosh. It really just hit me deep. That, mm, I know, I know all you guys cried too, okay? I know you all got emotional. If you didn't cry, your eyes definitely got watery and you can't say it's because of allergies. You know it. You know that it was because Nelson is such an amazing guy and he basically took a bullet for Corey by putting his name in there and saying, take me instead. And Rogan is honestly so scary. Like, I would not want to go against Rogan. That's like going up against Fessy. I think that they're both built like mountains and they're like pure muscle. Their drive is insane. The Also, the fact that Rogan played rugby all his life, which is a huge contact sport. I had a friend play rugby in high school who ended up getting a college scholarship, but he also played rugby on the side in his free time. You know, he was on like an intramural, uh, intramural team. And I went, the only game that I went to because I had no idea really what rugby was um, in America. I, I don't know, maybe it is played more than I knew about it. I didn't really know about the game that much because it's more of a European game. And he was like, come to the game. I went to the game with his girlfriend at the time. They, oh, they are so rough with each other. It is honestly terrifying. They just like smash each other and throw each other down. And there's a lot less rules in rugby than there is in football. And there's also like no gear. You're not wearing like any padding, maybe a cup for, you know, down under. Everywhere else, you're not really wearing anything. And he actually ended up tearing an ACL. He ended up having to go to a different school because he no longer got to have his college scholarship. So if that gives you any, you know, peek into what rugby is as a sport, if you have never heard of it or never seen a game or watched any clips or know any rules about rugby, there you go. It is very intense, very contact, little, very little, little, little padding. That just all ends up to Rogan being very physically and mentally when he gets into that kind of focus. I bet he does amazing. It's a little sad because it kind of seems like this is gonna be his challenge to lose. Although, Nelson put up one hell of a fight. I've got to tell you, he tried so hard the heart in him i mean he also had speed though he has speed and agility and uh i think nelson's actually also very strong he 
has a lot going for him. And in the first round, oh my God, he was so close, so close to winning. If he just would have let go, maybe things would have been different and they would have had a third round and Rogan wouldn't have won. But alas, Nelson did not pull out the W and Rogan did. And even Rogan was like, that was super intense, super hard. I didn't expect for it to be as difficult. I don't even know how I'm still here, but Nelson's face was all bloody. Like, oh God, you could just tell he really gave it his all. And I'm so sad to see him leave and not be able to run this Finally, he was so close. Oh my gosh. His moment at the end with Corey was absolutely everything. I got all emotional again. I was, I actually did shed a tear that time. That was the time that I shed a tear. It was really getting to me watching them just encourage each other and Nelson's face was bloody and he ended up losing, but he was so close to winning. And then Corey is just, sitting there thinking like that could have been me. I could have been going home. Nelson could have been going to the final right now if he didn't put himself in this position. And I totally understand all that Corey is, you know, thinking about because then TJ says, you guys are going to the final. Everyone's all excited. Everyone's freaking out. And then there's Corey who is questioning, is he good enough to even be in this final? Or did he just get saved by his best friend? But I don't think Corey should even look at it this way. He definitely needs to look at it as he's good enough. Yes, his friend did bite a bullet for him, but who knows? Corey could have won that elimination round if he would have went down there. Who knows? They could have picked Nelson in the first place. There's a lot of ifs and what ifs if you think about it, and he really just needs to stay focused keep his head in the game because he's got a final to run. And I am so excited for this final. It seems absolutely crazy. I also cannot believe that it has been six seasons since Bananas has seen a final. He is a huge vet, multiple wins under his belt, and I'm excited to see Johnny in a final because he does not give up. I know that he's definitely going to be pulling for the win along with Fessy, Jenny, and Rogan, and Melissa. Oh my gosh, and Bailey, and Casey. Wow, there's just still so many people. I know that there's definitely going to be a purge right in the beginning. It always happens. Two people are most likely likely going to go home if they can't reach their checkpoint or if their time is uh, the longest to get through the first couple steps of whatever this final is going to be. We did see a quick sneak peek of mountains, snowy mountains, so that's never a good sign. I know last season it was more tropical, so this season, it's definitely going more winter vibes along with the bunker. I feel like winter ones are the hardest, but this is where Johnny actually won his last championship. He was partnered up with someone and he ended up actually taking all the money. That was ruthless. That was also something that went down in challenge history. 
history for Johnny Bananas being an absolute savage. There's a lot of things that can possibly happen. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the team that is going into this. You guys all better stay tuned next week because I know we're going to have so much to talk about. I just want to say thank you again for listening to the Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski. Please follow me on all social medias at katiewalski underscore. Talk to me, chat with me about the challenge. I love to interact with you guys. And you can only listen to the Believe in the Challenge right here on the Believe Podcast Network. And you know you guys can stream us anywhere. Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Make your friends also watch the challenge and then come chat with me so that we can talk on the podcast because I definitely will bring up any questions or topics that maybe you guys want to talk about on the next episode. And on that note, Katie out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.